the reason it's important to know your past is because your past determines your future. So in 10 years, you can look back on now and understand why you got the results you got. Why do athletes watch their films? They watch themselves play so that they can get better for the next game. That's what we're talking about here. That's it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up in your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. No matter where you are now or where you've been, there is a next level. We bring you seven episodes a week, six of which are solo episodes with Kevin and myself and one world-class guest to help you get there. This podcast is proudly sponsored by our friend and mentor, David Meltzer of The Playbook Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode. It was last week's live podcast, What is Really Holding You Back from Accomplishing Your Goals. Today, for episode number 716, what can you learn from your past? It seems like we just crossed into 700 episodes. I know, it's wild. It is very wild to me that we're at 716. It's wild. It's wild. So, Taryn and I were at lunch this weekend, and we were with a couple that we like to hang out with. They are very into self-improvement, and they love talking about deep things, which, as you know, if you listen to us, that is a, a huge thing that we're into. We were the hyper-conscious podcast for a long time, and we had a very hyper-conscious conversation. So, uh, shout out to Tony and Jess, if you're listening. So, Tony was talking at lunch about his grandfather, or pup-up, I believe, or Papa, Papa. Is he Irish? I have a Papa. No, he's Italian. Ah, he's very Italian. Gotcha. But he basically went through this story of, you know, my grandfather was this very, very serious guy who we'd go to the restaurant and we would literally get brought in. They'd bring us to the nicest seat. Everybody in town knew him. He had the respect of everybody. And one day we were driving under this bridge and we were stopped at this red light. And this pigeon with a broken wing fell from the top of the bridge and landed on the other side of the road. And my pup-up and I were looking at this this bird and saying like, oh, it must be hurt. Like maybe we should do something. And a car came on the other side of the road and just ran the bird over, like intentionally. They could have easily swerved out of the way, but they didn't. And Tony said that his grandfather got super angry at the other car and he didn't really think much of it. And then they went to his shop because they were going to work or something. Tony went to the bathroom and when he came out, his grandfather was crying. And like crying a lot. And he said in that moment, he realized and this stuck with him for his entire life, the importance of a life and how important life is and how valuable life is. And he's carried that into his everyday life. And the reason we're doing this episode is because I don't know that a lot of people reflect enough on their past or they have a good relationship with their past where Alan and I kind of talk about it for a living. When we're on other shows, most of it's like, hey, what was your past like? What was that suicidal moment like? What was the the car accident like? We have a really good relationship with our past, but I think it also helps our relationship with who we are today because we understand why we are the way we are. So our goal today is to raise your awareness on your past and give you the opportunity and maybe the motivation and necessity to look in your mirror of your past and see, you know, is there a correlation to the things that happened and why you are the person you are today? Because there most likely is. Oh, for sure. I I remember when I first went on, I believe it was called The Soul Cleanse with Dylan Bowman. Mm-hmm. And we both have been on that show. That was a very deep episode. 
I don't know if she went as deep with you. She probably did. I don't remember. It was. I think I went on pretty early. Soul Cleanse. It was. It was one of those podcasts where like the whole purpose of it is to really go as deep as possible. And uh, Dylan's actually graduated from group coaching as well. So so shout out to Dylan. But I remember she asked me some questions that I have never been asked before, mm. and she really wanted me to sit with it, breathe with it. Go deep, and I remember. Slide, if, slide back a little bit. Slide back a little, a little bit. Okay. Just a little bit. I gotta make sure you're in the in the in the focus. I think you're a little out of focus there. I think you might. I think you might be right. I gotta keep. Somebody's gotta keep an eye on the production value around it's here. Really important. Actually, the most important now. So, basically, Kevin and I have been on a lot of shows at this point. We're very blessed, and like he said, they ask a lot about your past. And so I remember when I first started going on other podcasts, it was kind of weird. Because you reflect constantly. Mm. And when you're asked like, well, you know, what was college like for you? I have I don't, people don't just randomly come up to you on the street and say, hey, what was college like for you? So it's like, you kind of have to unpack a lot of stuff. And when you dig deep, it gets messy. That's kind of an analogy. It's like, if you're going to dig deep, it's, you're going to get mud on you. And so I remember, and I don't know if this is true for you, but like after a lot of these podcasts, I would have like a little bit of an emotional hangover. Um, and you and I have dug deep about our past ever since we started the hyperconscious podcast. And I think we're used to it. One thing that I've found in coaching, particularly having surpassed 800 calls, it's like a lot of it is digging into the past to try to understand someone's present, to try to build towards the future. I always say, learn from the past, enjoy the present, build and focus on a brighter future. And all three of those things you need to be doing somewhat simultaneously. And so if you're out there listening, do you have a good relationship with your past? I used to say this as well. If you're happy where you are, fulfilled where you are, you'll not only be okay with your past, you'll actually be grateful for it because you kind of know that it brought you here. Mm-hmm. And we were talking earlier too about your relationship to regret. And I think we should dig into that a little bit as well. Yeah, we will for sure. It's it's interesting too. You've done Alan's probably done twice as many coaching calls as I have because I've been leaning into podcasting over the last year or so. But you and I can almost predict some, but not I want to say somebody's trauma, but like you can predict with fairly high accuracy what somebody's been through depending on how they show up as a human. Like we've, I've definitely met people where it's like, I'm, my guess is that you are most likely not valued as a child. And that's manifesting now in a low level of self-worth and you're a tr- not only attracting, but you're attracting and tolerating things that you shouldn't be. Now, I think this is what therapy does, you know, in a very strong way is you go, you talk about your past, you talk about the way it made you feel. And then they connect the dots of like, well, this might be why you're getting the results you're getting in your life. But I just think for a lot of people it's taboo. For sure. I think it's taboo and, or it's too, maybe I don't want to say too difficult, but maybe it's, it's too painful in the moment to have those, thoughts or those conversations you don't necessarily know who to have those thoughts or converse or those conversations with but i do think like it unlocks something in you when you're able to talk about you know my okay my dad not being there is one of the reasons i have low self-worth right. i know that for a fact for sure but if i wasn't looking back if i wasn't willing to look back and say like you know it was really hard growing up without a father and maybe you had this experience as well obviously we had different circumstances when people used to ask me what my dad did for a living i didn't know i literally would say like yeah he's in construction like i had no i don't know i don't even know my dad i don't even know my dad was a lie you didn't know no no idea no no clue 
And that was always really hard for me. Instead of saying, like, I don't have a dad. I don't know my dad. Yeah. Yeah. Because then I didn't want to get made fun of for that. But, like, okay, cool. That's a piece of my past that I'm very comfortable talking about because I've done it so many times. But that piece of my past is giving me something in this moment, in this day, in this year, in this part of my life that if I didn't at least look back and get somewhat clear on that, then I might not have the understanding or the awareness that I do today. And I just think so many people, you know, you and I are definitely guilty of this, running from our past. Oh, yeah. Running from things that we've done instead of looking back and saying, what can I actually learn from this thing? What can I take from it? And how can I avoid it and or make it better in the future? Well, we all have patterns that we're running. Thought patterns, behavior patterns, all of these patterns. And if you can't recognize... So, for example, uh, my drinking, like if I didn't recognize that I grew up in an environment that valued drinking, then how would I identify, if you don't understand the root cause of why something is the way that it is, you don't have the power to change it. And and that's really, really important. I was on a relationship talks this weekend, and I'll keep this anonymous because I always do, but Emilia and I just surpassed 46 weeks in a row of talking to couples and individuals about their intimate relationships. So it doesn't get any deeper than that. And we were basically on this call and we were digging into their past. And the person who got brought on this call was brought by their intimate partner and basically said, like, when my partner brought this idea to me, I thought of it like relationship therapy of like, is something wrong? Is there something wrong with us? And I was like, I don't want you to think of it like that. Coaching, Kevin and I's coaching is coaching, but it's also, it's got a therapy component as well. Therapy is digging into your past and your emotions. Coaching is building toward a future by designing your present. And so coaches do therapy and therapists do some coaching. They just call it something different. But basically this person was like, are we breaking up? Like, are we okay? Like, why do you want to go to therapy basically? And it's like, no, no, no. Cause I said, think of it this way. You're not going to therapy or relationship coaching because you're broken. It's like a personal trainer. You don't hire a personal trainer just because you're out of shape. Maybe you want to get in better shape. And so I think it's a great thing. And and the key here is, yes, we've we've basically unlocked some of what has happened in their past to identify patterns that are happening in their relationship that raise their awareness of what's actually going on beneath the surface beneath that iceberg, the bottom of the iceberg, so that they can now, aware of it, make new choices and design new thought patterns and new behaviors and new love languages. I mean, Kevin and I just noticed today, reflecting on our past in our business, that money is a love language. We're going to talk about that on Friday. Yeah. And it's like, if we weren't having those deep talks about our business, aka the past of our business, because in hindsight, just to give context, we were talking about how Kevin tends to focus more on the profitability of our business than I do. I tend to focus more on the mastery. And when we were reflecting on that, I was like, oh, money's actually a love language. And when we're making more money, Kevin's more certain and and more abundant. And I need to be aware of that as his business partner. And so again, that's what we're doing all 
day every day is is literally digging into the past, identifying patterns, creating distinctions, and then leveraging those distinctions into the future. Hello, everyone. My name is Amy Lenius, and I am co-host of the Evolution of Mom podcast. I can't say enough about Kevin, Alan, and their entire team over at Next Level University. When Sharice and I decided to expand our influence to empower and help as many women as possible, we knew that these were the guys to call to make that dream a reality. Not only did they help us with every aspect of our podcast, they have both become mentors in every aspect of my life. If you are looking to level up your life in any way, shape, or form, you are absolutely in the right space. I look forward to seeing this beautiful community of growth-minded people that you guys have created expand, and I can't wait to see all the incredible value I know you're going to bring us in the future. Thank you guys so much. And it's this weird thing, too, of like, it's very empowering understanding why you are are acting a certain way or why you're thinking a certain way or understanding that like all of your limiting beliefs are inherited from something that happened in your life most likely. Right. Like it's not something you just wake up with one day and you're like, oh, you know what? I don't think I'm capable of love. Like, no, that's something that's, I don't want to say inherited, conditioned. That's something that's conditioned in you and if you don't look back into that, it's almost like you go through it and then you don't you either don't want to admit you went through it or you don't want to look back on the fact that you went through it and then you're unable to take out the lessons that you learned when you went through it. I always say like take the lessons and leave the pain. Obviously it's easier said than done. But I I just know that so much of my growth and your growth and client growth and the team's growth has come from digging into okay, I am this way today. Why do we think you're this way today? What happened when you were younger that you think added to something else that made you the way you're acting today? Like, it's that simple of, okay, then we have to reverse engineer. How do we get rid of that? You were taught something from your past for 10 years. You believe that for 10 years. Now we're aware that that might not necessarily be quote unquote true. Now we start shifting that perspective, but you never know that that's what caused it if you weren't willing to look in the past. It might be painful. It might trigger up some old memories, right? But it doesn't mean that you can't fix them. It doesn't mean you can't get over them. And I I just think it's one of those things of you can't learn to swim without getting wet. You can't really get over your past unless you're willing to go back through it with a new higher level of awareness. You struggle to remember your past, right? A lot of it, yeah. When I went to therapy, they were asking me questions, and I don't really even remember that. I remember very little. Very little, yeah. What have you identified from your past in terms of patterns? This is something I've talked about a lot, like porn. I remember, um, for those of you who are, I don't know, maybe in your early 30s or maybe late 30s, there used to be this thing called a black box Yeah, where you literally would get all the channels. One of my friends had one. Def- yes, this friend had one also. Oh, definitely <laughs> Spice Channel. Yes, definitely not legal. The first time I ever saw any form of pornography, I was probably like six. And I like remember. Too like, I, I remember exactly what it was. Still, what, 26 what was years later. We're not going to get into that. Okay. <laughs> okay. But I remember, I remember that. I also remember like I was literally, have you ever seen um, Child's Play, the, the Chucky doll? Yeah, yeah. I saw that when I was like six, I think. Because it, it was at that same time. Like I was young, between six and eight, for sure, when I saw that. I don't think that's necessarily normal. No, no, nope. You know, so that, 
and then like people coming in and out of my lo- my life like my dad that was a thing like that's a that's a pattern for me and i think the porn thing comes from the porn thing i think um lack of self-worth comes from abandonment and i think that's one of the reasons it's so easy for me to let people go cuz i'm i think i'm conditioned for it you know we've talked about that like i've lost a lot of friends in this journey but it's really not super difficult for me because you've Learn how to do it. Do I think it. I've just had to learn. Yeah. Which has its benefits, but also its detriments, you know, but that's something that I've like, Alan and I have had those conversations of like, just digging into the past of like, yeah, I wonder why I act the way I do. Like, Oh, maybe it's because of this. Maybe it's because of that. I think being short too. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, for sure. It's interesting. Um, for the listeners, for the listeners, why is it so critical for them to, and, and, I just want to say this to preface before I ask the question. I'm analyzing my past constantly. I'm always doing that. Emilia and I regularly are doing this. Yeah. Like, why do you think that is? Like, okay, let me just ask you this. If someone doesn't understand why something is the way it is, why is that a bad thing? Because you can't change it. Why? Because the reason something is the way it is isn't as straightforward as as because it is the way it is. Like, um, I'll, I'll, let me preface it with this. The reason it's important to know your past is because your past determines your future. So in 10 years, you can look back on now and understand why you got the results you got. So, like yeah. quite literally this conversation Alan and I are having I'm sure we will talk about in the future and the reason we don't know enough about what happened last year is the reason we might have to learn a lesson next year yeah and that goes that way forever 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 I remember Dave talked about this but it's so important the compound effect of growth over time I'm 32 right now I have 31 years. Kevin and I talk about this a lot. And if you're a, a new listener to this show, I'll try to give you context. But if you're an old listener, you'll you'll understand what I'm saying. I I reread the chapters of my life. So when I'm 33, I'm going to reread from 1 to 32. Why why reread and re-reread? <laughs> re-reread. Yeah. Why reread and re-reread your life? Because I want to invest 32 years into the 33rd. And then I want to invest the 33 years into the 34th. Mm. When you watch a movie, what was a movie that I watched that recently? There was a movie I watched recently where I was like, I've seen this movie before. Oh, no, it was a book. Ego is the Enemy by, by Ryan Holiday. I'm listening to this book, Folding Laundry, last night. And I'm like, this book is even better than I thought it was. Because now I'm a more evolved man. Mm. And I'm like, this is even better than I thought. Because I think back then I had lower awareness of what a great book was. And of course, I have read less books. Now that I've read more books, it's like this one's even better than I thought compared to the other yeah. books. When you're young, you don't have many reference points. So, so for example, how do you know... Okay, I'll use Kevin and Taryn, for example, quickly. Kevin's dated many... I, I, not many I, thousands, it's all relative thousands thousands, thousands. Yeah, no. how many girls have you dated in your life do you think I don't know maybe like a dozen right so he has way more reference points than someone imagine if it was the first time you ever met Taryn you wouldn't even know what you have right 
It's I, like I did. Trust me, the first time I met her, I didn't know what I had. And exactly. Yeah. And and then okay, perfect example. Kevin met Taryn, and then Kevin and I, even before the Hyperconscious podcast, before we teamed up, he literally is in his Subaru WRX. We're up in New Hampshire. We're driving at Chipotle, and he's like, "Dude, he's describing the scenario with Taryn before Taryn was Taryn," <laughs> and he's like, "Did I did I close the door on that too quickly?" I said, honestly, man, it sounds like you did. And it's interesting because when he's asked me questions like that in the past, normally I said, no, nah, man, good. I'm glad you got rid of that. With Taryn, it was like, no, it does sound like you you fucked that up, man. I think that was like kind of my exact yeah. saying. Like, you should really reach back out to her. It's wild. Yeah. Dude, you're the one who said you should reach out to Emilia. I know. We, we, we hooked each other up with our... Our future wives. It's wild. That's, that's, that's so cool. It is. That's it's so it's, cool. It's incredibly... Um, I don't want to say coincidental, maybe fate. Synchronistic, yeah. Fate. fate. I, I just think it's important. You were using the analogy, we, the timer went off. Where, but you know. reflected on your past with Taryn, and then you decided, oh, I'm going to reach back out to her. Yeah. Because I remember how good that was. I had a new level of awareness yeah. of, I remember saying, like, I don't know that anybody will get me like she does. Right. Because I, she knew me as hyperconscious Kev before I was even hyperconscious. Yeah. And she said that, like, when we got back together, she said, like, I always knew you were great. And it's like, I don't know how you did. I sure as hell didn't. <laughs> Think of it this way, and then we'll we'll go because we will literally we're going like very deep this week. Like we're recording all of our episodes. Uh, when when we record them, it's on Monday, and we're in this like very deep flow. This I week. like it. I do too. I watched Forrest Gump recently. Yeah, fire movie. I didn't understand half of it. I yeah, didn't yeah, know yeah. what Watergate was when uh, I saw that in 1994 yeah. or whenever it came out. That is a masterpiece movie. It's a great movie, but yeah. unless your level of awareness is high enough to understand what's happening, then it's just a movie. It's just like kids' movies, like Finding Nemo, that have funny sexual yeah. jokes yeah. that when you're a kid you don't realize. Right. That's what this is, but you've got you to gotta do that with your own past. Watch the movie of your own past from a higher sense of awareness so that you can make better decisions in the future, have better beliefs, say, think, do, feel, believe, like how you can improve. Yeah. There are things in your past that are literally creating your reality now that's why it's so important to look back and understand that maybe you can't change your past but you can change what your past does to your future and it's just through awareness it's through practice it's through forgiveness it's through ownership it's through whatever it has to be for you to get there um, I just think it's one of those things that you and I get to do so often and it's just so accepted. It's it's a requirement for this job, right? For this lifestyle. And a lot of other people might not have that opportunity. So my challenge to you is to sit down and reflect on your past. Like what happened in my past that is still manifesting in my life today and what can I do about it? Kobe Bryant, RIP, promise last thing I said. Yeah, yeah, no, Swear I to God. It. I don't believe it. Um, he watched every film of every game. Why? Because he wanted to be better for the next game. That Why do athletes watch their films? They watch themselves play so that they can get better for the next game. That's what we're talking about here. That's it. Boom. Ladies and gentlemen, I know that I've been talking about this quite often on the podcast. If you are a podcaster who wants to scale your show, monetize your show, get better guests, become a better interviewer, please reach out to me. I am really, really leaning into one-on-one um, -on -one podcast coaching. Maybe you want us to produce your show, like we have that, but we have everything, whether it's calls every week, whether it's bi-weekly calls, doing all your show, helping you set up your show, whatever it may be, I am really leaning into that. I love podcast coaching more than anything, and I would love to help you with yours. YouTube as well. YouTube as well, all the things. All the things. Next Level Group Coaching opens September 7th. We are taking applicants. We will only accept 10 people. 
quality over quantity. Please get your applications in nextleveluniverse.com. It is in the show notes. Click group coaching. Apply as soon as possible. There is no version of 10 people like-minded getting in group coaching where it's not going to change your life. And if for whatever reason it does not, and within the first 30 days you want your money back, Kevin and I will give you your money back guarantee. But that's how certain we are that it will change your life. Yeah, if you've ever had a moment during the podcast where you're like, I wish they'd go a little deeper. I wish I knew what they like really, really, really thought about that and how to improve that or whatever it may be. That is what group coaching is. It's a deeper dive into next levelness. Ladies and gentlemen, our next episode is last week's live Q&A. How do you transition from short-term thinking to long-term thinking? We are playing the long game here and we want to help you do that. We love you. We appreciate you. And as always, we do not have fans. We have family. We will talk to you tomorrow. Talk to you soon. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you as always for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. One podcast episode can change your life forever. If you got value from this episode, please share it with someone you care about deeply. And we will talk to you on the next one.